of the unknown subject a criminal minds a podcast we're very excited to be here i can't believe we're here i can't believe we're here i can't believe that we've watched seven whole seasons of criminal minds together yeah it feels like yesterday that we were sitting in my apartment doing our very first one and being like we don't know how do we do this (laughs) uh slipping through my fingers we're (laughs) we're we're sort of in like the halfway zone of criminal minds in general mm-hmm. which is an we definitely are yeah. which is an interesting milestone um it always feels like a like a new beginning when we begin a new it uh, yep. <laughs> you know, begin a new <laughs> that's season. how it goes yeah mm-hmm. uh, uh yeah but i'm excited slash sad because well, we yeah. lose paget and we gain <laughs> agent blake well you know so i've been thinking about it and we, I think most of us can agree that she is not, Agent Blake is not a great substitute for Prentice. It's not Correct. like, it's not like it's a situation where you're like, well, we lose Prentice, but we gain this other really great person. It's not mm-hmm. like that. But I still don't know that I would say like she's the worst of the ones that we have coming. No, I really think Seaver was the worst. Well, yeah. No, Agent Todd. Agent Todd. Um. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Um, But yeah, it's just it's just a different era. It is. It's a more serious era. I feel like she's not very fun. She's not very fun. I think, I feel like I have memories of, like, very specific times where she tries to be fun and it doesn't <laughs> land. Um, but we're going to experience all like that. We get some, like, she has, like, a weird personal life. I feel like we go into that yes. background. Like, she's d- getting divorced or something. Yeah. Or, or something she has, with like, her a, husband. She has, like, a... He's dying. It's not an open marriage, but it's, like, a like a long distance marriage or something like they both have careers so they're like married but they never see each other it's like it's like how gwyneth didn't live with her husband for a while (laughs) when they first got married you know (laughs) um so yeah she's just she's an odd character and i i wonder if that's intentional like were they like we're gonna bring somebody in who's like not she's even a quirky girl yeah like she's not even remotely like emily prentice i don't know but we're Except gonna explore she's a white woman with brown hair well true we're gonna explore her integration into the team as we go and we'll see mm-hmm. if we still feel the same way <laughs> watching yeah. it the second time i remember the first time i saw her yeah. thinking we didn't need this we had reed already <laughs> She is on the nerdier side of things also. Like, she doesn't bring anything new to the table in terms of the team. Now, right. it's been years since I watched Correct. that originally. We so, might, we might you know, feel I'm in my 30s now. I might like her. You're a different person now. <laughs> I am. And you might like her I'm now. married. <laughs> um, no, I think that's a valid point, though, which is, listen, if we want to think about the BAU like superheroes like the avengers perhaps mm-hmm. 
you might mm-hmm, consider mm-hmm. that they all have their superpowers or their strengths that they bring yes. to the table. And I would agree with you that her superpower as a linguist is not super like, necessary considering not at all the Superboy genius that we already have. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're we going to need that. I feel like we're going to see them together looking at a clear whiteboard oh yeah you know oh the other day i got my first clear whiteboard on svu and i was lit you're like here olivia benson is like it's like a whiteboard that's a map of the boroughs of new york and i was like oh there it is that's you just gotta have it you gotta have it it's like you can't like actual can't solve a crime without one actual whiteboard boring not interesting to look at not great for camera work no bulletin board never 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 but a beautiful clear whiteboard that you can't Mm. read from the other side absolutely Mm -mm -mm. beautiful and that would be completely (laughs) impractical in an actual real life setting because you wouldn't (laughs) be able to read it from either side very well correct but that's okay we're not about realism all the time on our i'm gonna get you for your baby shower a big clear whiteboard to put in the baby's room. <laughs> Ooh, to idea. Make the room criminal minds themed. I was themed. just going to say. I was like, <laughs> nursery idea. It's criminal minds themed. Caution tape everywhere. It looks like the bullpen at Quantico. <laughs> and it's just different shades of gray. There's a big circular table in the middle. Kelsey, I just had a great Halloween costume idea for your baby. Yes. Dave Rossi. <laughs> your little suit. But it's unbuttoned a little bit. <laughs> A goatee. And then like a little bowl of carbonara right next to him. <laughs> and everyone will be like, what is he? <laughs> like, it'll be like, is he the, the godfather? godfather? <laughs> is he some other? Is he Tony Soprano? Yeah, like, what is this? And I'll be no, like. he's everyone's favorite ex-member of Chicago. <laughs> and I'll be like, wrong. He is Joe Montana's David Rossi, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> no, here's a better be adorable. idea. We have, we, like, I like this. I like where we're going with this. Uh-huh. But <laughs> after we've had a couple of kids, you've had a couple of kids. Oh, we do the whole team. We do the whole team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then who are we? What do we dress up as? Or are they just the team? I what want, do we dress up as? I want you to be Strauss. Oh, <laughs> why? Because I want Because I have blonde hair. No, because, well, sort of, but I want you to wear like a blonde wig that's like a little flippy in like weird places. <laughs> that's what I want. Okay. And then, um, I don't know who I want. You could be. be anyone. I, I could. You could be Prentice. I could. I would just be whoever the kids don't want to be. It, like, oh, I'll okay. just, like, whoever. like Right, because they're going to have, <laughs> we're going to let our kids watch enough Absolutely Criminal Minds not. to have opinions. I also, how do you actually. By the time <laughs> I would have enough kids to do that. I know. Maybe. But, well, yeah. <laughs> I think, I also, this makes me think about how do you feel about parents who make their kids dress up as characters that they clearly, like, don't know what those things are. Like, you know what I okay. mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. I think. When they are a baby, baby, it doesn't it's okay. Yeah, but like when like, like Cassie and I already have plans that when we have our first kid, we're going to be Bob and Linda Belcher, perfect. and the baby's going to be one of the kids. Yes, but once the kid's old enough to know and have an opinion, you got to go with their glow. Yeah, like you can't. That's be how like... Betty became a pine cone. Like 
You gotta let them do their thing. It will always be my favorite thing that she's ever done. <laughs> I, yeah, like, once they're old enough, like, you can't be like, sorry, child, you're going to be, like, this character from The Walking Dead. Like, it's like, you've yeah, never no. seen this? You don't know what this is? No. You can't do I will that. let the kid choose, and I will dress in theme with them. Correct. That's the way you gotta like do the it. Ti- like, Betty was once Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc., and the whole family dressed up as characters. Exactly. Did I miss the memo and dress up as a shark? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you seriously i don't remember yeah, that it was it was like 2020 like the <laughs> covid halloween oh that was a sad halloween yeah and like i don't think i even thought that i would see betty that day so That's so like funny. i, I just put a shark, <laughs> I, was a shark. I, had a, I have a rubber shark head oh my god mask That's so i put so that funny. on I love that so much. Well, anyway, this is the second episode in a row we've had a long conversation about Halloween costumes. Um, <laughs> well, they're fun to think about. Clearly, we're really excited for the uh, fall. There's fall weather in the air today. There it's is. rainy and chilly in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Cloudy. And it makes us dream of Halloween. I know. It's six months away. <laughs> exactly. Only. We're halfway there. Uh, well, do we have anything else that we want to chat about? Or do we just dive right into season Let's eight? dive in. Let's, let's dive in. Let's dive. Let's get this let's dive in the, on the road. Put your swimming cap on put, and let's dive put in. Put your floaties on and get mm. ready. All right. I'm going to press play in three, two, one. Play. play. We're loading, of course. We're loading. Okay. Tell me when you're ready. It's coming. A light is shining. Jake. Jake. Okay, we're at a prison? Yes. Correctional facility in In Abilene, Abilene, Texas. Texas. Take it easy. All right. This guy is having like a convulsion. He's an an inmate. He's an inmate. Yeah, he's too long for that bed. He's too long for that bed. (laughs) So they're strapping him to a gurney. Now we're getting GoPro footage from, from the, the wheel. One of the wheels. Yes. Such cinematography. It's amazing. He's still seizing. He's still shaking. I don't know. Like, getting were we, do we think maybe he was on death row and they messed up so, his injections? No. The, so the paramedic asks if he's epileptic and they say not that we know of. So we're not sure what this seizure is about. Yeah. Uh-oh. Sorry, my my system is. I was like, is your alerting us is that your, the batteries are low? Oh, on our I was smoke like, detector. is your house on fire right now? No, the batteries <laughs> are like, low. Last week the neighbor interrupted. This week <laughs> oh, the God, house I is on fire. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're just, still riding. We're in oh, the ambulance. I think I remember. I think I do too. So they think, think it might be a severe it. allergic reaction. He but did they it say on he did it on purpose. He's homicidal, not suicidal. I found there ain't much difference. Okay. I mean, yeah, there is. I think there's a big difference. There's a major difference. So then he's like, what's okay. the point of saving a scumbag like these? <laughs> and we're like, well. EMT says it's above my pay grade, Yeah, it's sir. like, I took, an, I took an oath. Oh, oh, a deer. A deer jumps out in front of the road. And they just. They go careening He off could not have swerved any So more dramatically. Intensely. Oh, man. The ambulance has crashed. That was That's a big old tree through. Oh, wow. The driver is impaled on a tree. That's a lot. We're just through coming, the windshield. We're just coming out of the gate the hot sw- on season eight. <laughs> that deer. That deer. There's no way. 
all right, everybody's kind of unconscious and beaten up Except in the back. Except for our... But the inmate... Conwicked. He's, like, got that nice thing on his head keeping him stable, so he's doing great. Yeah, he's fine. Only problem totally is that he's But he's handcuffed. all strapped down. Oh, but he broke mm. the little gurney thing, so... He busts the bed. He definitely seems disoriented, though. Yeah, so he like does. His not, eyes are still kind of like... He's not doing awesome <laughs> by any no. stretch of the imagination. And he sits up and he's kind of just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Where am I? Yeah. Oh, takes, takes a gun. gun. Okay. Okay. And, and keys. And the keys. Okay. Is he going back to the prison and letting out all his homies? No, I think he's going to go on the run. Why would you take his keys then? To get his handcuffs off. Oh, that's true. All right. So You're right. Oh, the guard's waking up, okay. though. And he's like, oh, shit, he has my oh, gun. He's got his gun. Is he going to shoot that him or is he just well. going to run for it? <coughs> oh, he's backing out like he wants to get out of the ambulance. Don't go doing nothing stupid is what he says. Because I'll tell you why. They'll, let you let a real, they'll never let you out of that damn hole again. How weird that they call it the hole. Yeah. That's so weird. It is hole. It's just prison's weird, man. Prison is weird. Okay, we're having like a standoff of like, is he going to run? Is he going to shoot? What's he doing? Oh, he puts the gun down. Puts the gun down. Sir, what are you doing? But he's going to run. Yeah, but he's like, oh, he holds out his hand like he's going to help him up. This is a trick. Oh. This feels like a trick. Takes his hand and stands up. Headbutt. I bet he headbutts him. Uh, no, they're, he's too tall for it. He's too tall for the ambulance. Absolutely. What are we doing? Oh, That's he's like, it, look, boy. Oh, but now, oh, headbutt. headbutt. I nice. called it. Oh, my headphones. Oh, fell but out. now I'm he like hurt so his head. Oh, but Gross. the prison guard's not unconscious fully. Oh, is he going to break his neck? Oh, my God. Ew. Oh, no, he's just strangling. No, him. just straight up strangling. Okay. And now we're at Quantico. Okay. All right, so we're seeing Penelope. It appears that right. she went. Oh, She's Union jacked out. She went on her European vacay, so she has a yeah, lot she of visited Prentice and good old jolly England. And now she has so many souvenirs for everybody. Mm-hmm. And Morgan says that the team is in Seattle. Oh, but here they come back. But here's those two, JJ and Reed. JJ and Reed. And they're like, oh hey guys, why was it Morgan in Seattle? Oh. Reed just shakes Morgan's fist because Morgan wasn't going for a fist Love bump that. and Reed won't do it. Love that. So now and Garcia's giving out giving everybody's out treats. JJ just got a little model bus. That's lame. I'd be like, I want the mug. Why can't I have the mug? Um, oh, so yeah, she's was like, this the year that the Olympics were in London? Oh. Because they kind of talked about the Olympics just then. So we're talking about how Emily is having, like, a great time over there. She's got an awesome apartment. But, oh, we miss her so much. And now we're talking about her replacement, how she's a professor. She's a linguist professor. But everyone's like, she's really great. And Penelope's like, I don't want to be her friend. <laughs> well, they're just, we're just saying so much about I can't even, like, keep It's like, up. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Um, um, She couldn't sleep on the plane, so she did research about her. Oh, and there she is. She is she nice? She's talking about her, but she's right behind her. Is she smart? Is We're she doing capable? our classic <coughs> Garcia. Yep. And she's like, is this where I talk and the person is behind me? Awesome. 
Oh, oh my god. And she linguists right away. God damn it. I was like right out the That's bat. She's like annoying. the origin of nice is blah 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 Ugh. blah. And you're just like this is what I remember about her is this is like all she does. Yeah. <laughs> she's like no wait let me remind you I'm a linguist. All she does is tell you the origins of different words. This ain't the spelling bee lady. Um. All right. So then she's also meeting Morgan. So was Morgan in London with Penelope? I think so. Okay. I'm gleaning that. I was like where was That he? they went together. Um, oh, Rossi and Hotch are here. The like, files. Oh, God. Oh, and Strauss. <laughs> this, we've definitely entered oh. the era where Strauss is, like, always yes. around. Which is Until upsetting. She's not. Until she's not. Forever. All right, so she's telling everybody how the guy got away and how the U.S. Marshals are looking for him. But I'm Showing what they found inside. Oh. oh, it's what he did to the prison guard. Yeah. He suffocated the guard, put him on the gurney, and sewed and his sewed mouth his shut. Mouth shut. Uh, the prisoner the is silencer. the silencer. That's also the Ew. title of the episode, by the way. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. It works well. Uh, so they think that he was. So he was a killer before. He killed that way before. So they're saying he didn't go dormant by choice. He was in prison. So this was an unsub that they hadn't caught, but now they think they have him. I guess is that what we're supposed to yeah. say? Because, um, oh, he got put in prison for another reason. Okay, so he was... Because he had a silencer on a gun. Got it. Okay. Ooh, so going eating. Oh, He kills men inside. Okay. He spoke with his fists. But he didn't did talk not speak. the whole time he was in prison. Wild. Mm. Well, then how are we even going to use the skills of Agent Blake? Yeah. This man doesn't even speak. We don't even fucking need a linguist. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. It's like, sorry, you sit this one out, linguist. Oh, now we're getting Strauss Alex. is her talking to her. first name is Alex. I always right. forget her name. So Strauss is like, Strauss congrats. Says congrats. Um, and she's like, it took a lot of hard work to get a shot here, uh, but it wasn't easy. And we're like, okay, cool. <laughs> It's been a long time. Oh, do time. they know do each they other? Do they know each other? Ooh. In another universe, they would have had a previous fling. Ooh. That's how I would put it. But Alex says, she's like, I have a plane to catch, so see you later, Aaron. So there is some mm. tension. They know each other. Let Strauss me guess. Strauss kind of licks her lips. I'm telling you, the tension is high. <laughs> I was going to say, let me guess, Strauss, like, tried to keep her out of a job that she wanted or something, because that's yeah, totally maybe. Strauss's M.O., which is to ruin yeah. everyone's careers. And Blake kind of looked, like, pissed off. Yeah. She was like, don't talk to me, lady. Yeah. So now we're in the opening ceremonies. Mm-hmm. We've got whole new opening ceremonies footage. Whole new. We're not going to get a beautiful picture nope. of the team. Jean Triplehorn. Triple that's horn. her name. What a name, man. Triplehorn. Triple Not horn. double horn. Triplehorn. Triple I want to know the linguistic history of that. Yeah, Alex, give us the <laughs> give us the origins of that one. All, All right. right, here's our first bean footage of season eight. A beautiful jet. All right, we are. Oh, an Andrew Carnegie quote. Oh, interesting. All right. Um, so they all consulted on the original case, but none of them were like directly involved. Um mm. and Alex is like, Ooh, why but not? She's like, bitch, why didn't you go? Three women in four months. Yeah, like, and they said they weren't mm. invited by the local police at the yeah. time. 
You got to get used to that, Blake. I know. She's like that indignant. That comes up every episode. <laughs> she's like, aren't you annoyed by that? And they're like, yeah. yes. Can't you just go do whatever you want? You're the FBI. It's like, no, we have and rules like, we have to follow. Literally no. Literally There's like five no. of us. <laughs> Um, so they're saying the guard obviously doesn't fit his normal profile. It was a victim of necessity, but he couldn't stop like by not, you know, sewing his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And they're wondering why he didn't show sew anyone else's mouth right. shut. Like everyone else. There were also but maybe it just has to be people he kills. Right. Like dead people in general. He doesn't want to show their mouth shut. Right. But because he killed the guard. Yeah. Which they wouldn't have connected those dots yet. We just know because we saw it. Um, All right, we right. are in Texas. We are in Texas. We are at the U.S. Marshal Office. All right, we've got our local cop. He's really strutting his stuff. Big old belt buckle. I assume he's two a, belt I, buckles. I assume he's a marshal. That's his badge. Oh, why <laughs> two, would you wear that on your belt? Two belt buckles. <laughs> <laughs> when one is he's not walking enough, like he's got the biggest he, dick in the world. <laughs> he's like. Waddle, waddle, he's got, like, waddle. The, he's got the like cowboy. Like I've been sitting yeah, on a there's horse only for room two for long. one of us in this town. <laughs> he's the biggest <laughs> dick in the world. Uh, but he also looks like he can't get it up. Oh my god, he got a dead worm. <laughs> oh my god. Um, he's an old man. He is. So we're getting in some old boxes of his first crimes. And Blake is just kind of talking like, well, come on. She's just like, get on my level. Yeah. Buddy. Like she's showing up like she fucking runs the place. And it's like, bro, like you're new here. Relax. Yeah. At most, it's been like three months. Yeah. Um. All right. So Reed is at the prison going through his cell. Okay. He loves the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, a man who famously escapes. Yes. Um, he also wrote a lot. Right. Cause he's not speaking. He's, he's pent up. Yeah. He has to get his, verbally. his words out somehow. His first fight was in within days of getting to prison. So and he just keeps escalating. Yeah. So he silences his victims before he goes to prison and after, but like he doesn't do that to anybody in prison, obviously. But he gets himself silenced. Right. So now we're going to analyze it's his so, writing. It's so deep on so many levels. Yes. Silence on so many levels. Silencio. All right. Ooh, Ooh, a toe tag. Classic toe <gasps> shot. <gasps> I forgot what <gasps> we were about to see. There she is. <laughs> so we're meeting the medical examiner which you guys and we, f- we know her in we real life know her in real life we forgot look at her the- julie oh. julie julie <laughs> we'll tell the whole story in a minute but we know this person it's very oh. exciting all right so she's talking about how the prisoner was alive when the sewing started which oh. is torture Oh my God, Julie! And she's I, gonna open his mouth. Ew, she Julie, cuts open. Don't she has such a good episode. Oh my God! Oh, oh my God! She cuts and it, and she pulls his mouth open. And there's something in there. What do we have here? She says, <gasps> a little piece of paper, a little bag. Oh, it's a bag. Oh, a biohazard, a biohazard bag. bag with a piece of paper in it. Gazing through to the other side, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So it doesn't what? doesn't feel like it's a taunt of any kind, like for the FBI. <sighs> oh God. 
It was so good. Now we're looking at all the bodies. Oh yeah, my God. The, yeah. Don't worry, guys. Exciting. We'll tell the whole story about how we know yeah. Julie, but oh man. <laughs> all right. So we're back at the uh, precinct. And there's like. Blake is basically just like, guys, you all need to see this case like me. Yeah, she's just. Like, this is really personal and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, he has. There are no words. Like, I'm like, what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> Now she's drawing all these conclusions. He was ridiculed as a child. By someone who looked like the women that he killed. Maybe he had a stutter. But we've, and then here comes Rossi and Reed and they're like, he loved books. He could speak like four languages. He reads in French. But he writes in English pretty much exclusively. Small print, very methodical, narrow spacing. He's an irritable son of a bitch. And the the writing said they think it looks like a stream of consciousness. So it's not like he's like planning it out necessarily. He reads at a high level, but writes at a low level. So he and then here here comes Morgan and he's like, he literally put words into the guard's mouth. Why is he holding that bag just all raw? Even though it's in that body. He's not wearing gloves. It's like that was in a man's The bag's mouth. not in another bag. No. It's just the bag. It's just the bag. He's very nonchalant about it. He's just like, I'm holding this bag that was in a dead person's mouth like five minutes ago. <laughs> and was sitting there for who knows how long. So Reed points out that that is not a well-known literary reference. So we're not mm-hmm. sure like where that came from or what it means. We have Google at this point. We have Google Books at this it's point. It's true. It's like Go you guys, there. you don't have to just try to remember. Like, you just like, I was it. using that shit on all my college put paper, it, papers in put 2012. Put it into the internet and see what comes back. <laughs> yeah. You don't even need to call Garcia for that one. All right. So we're seeing we're at a some man sort of car shop. at a, man, at a my- mechanic He's yes doing some doodads. Greasy. Doing some doodads. And we hear a clank. And a dramatic look up. Oh, so there he is, our oh. unsub. Very and unconcerned. He has- He's not concerned about anything. What is he doing? I said, what are you doing? Oh. Unsub is in the um the paramedics outfit. Yeah. Answer they me, you dumb around. son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. oh we must You're assume that mechanic has been murdered. Why? That's a different person. What do you mean it's That's a different a, person? Oh wait, I guess he's killed men. Yeah, he killed he's killing out of necessity right now. This isn't just That's like true. this is just like people. What he does he across. need is he maybe getting a car? Oh yeah. I feel like I don't know, you don't need to kill someone to get he a car. Like, okay, so once again, he like strapped the person's head to something else. Yeah, that's it's like, like zip tied to a that's pole. That's like a new thing because he didn't do that to the other victims. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he did. He must have stolen a vehicle. Okay. Um. They found the EMT and he's shirt. Ditched the shirt. Yeah. So we don't know how he's dressed now, but we just know he that just he has stole ca- the wheels a car. from the garage. And it could be like any car because it's a big old mechanic shop. Yeah. Um, but we have a list of cars that were being worked on, so we could not we just like out. go through the keys that we have? Oh yeah, and the car that's missing. But wouldn't he have Come taken on. the keys? Shit! <laughs> <laughs> you think he just magically drove really onto it too? <laughs> I was like, yes, this is the answer. <laughs> it's like he just willed the car away with his brain. 
Mm-hmm. All right, we got another bag that we're all just touching now. Yes, you guys, put on gloves. It's another weird quote, whatever. Let's get Blake in on this. Charlie, if you're hungry, What about, like, Rossi? <laughs> all right, we're bringing Garcia in. Finally. She's like, you guys haven't called, called me, me all, all day. day. <laughs> like, what the now fuck? Now that Superwoman is on the case, you don't need me anymore? No, that's not true. <laughs> ring, ring. I'm looking for my baby girl. Ring, ring. <laughs> that's what I said when I saw Cassie for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> what an opening line. <laughs> Walked into the classroom. Said, said ring, ring. ring. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so he's just uh, like no, they're just going back and forth, and yeah. like Garcia's just having such a tough time with Paget being gone. She, which listen, she is all of us. <laughs> she is, but also I feel like last time Paget went away, she did not act like this. That's true. It was just like <laughs> no she's wait, Paget was dead last time. <laughs> it was dramatic. JJ, when JJ was gone, eh, she was sad when JJ left. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so. Waiting on the taste of honey, the smell of summer, and the sight and the of the, sight other, of the side. other side. What the okay. fuck? Okay. This guy's like Jekyll and Hyde. He's romanticizing so now we have the hell out of this, she says. Got Blake and Reed. They're there we go. In the same As room. we predicted, they're like teaming up, being yeah, nerds together. Do, 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 do. Um, that's them figuring. I was it gonna out. say, what is that noise exactly? <laughs> uh, right. We're at the oh, clear whiteboard. We have a map, obviously. So we can't tell exactly where he's going or what he's thinking, but his actions will betray his intentions, mm. says Hotch. So now we're seeing Why? him drive. What's up with his eye? I feel like that has to come into play at some point. Yeah, here is too. that because he had a seizure or was the seizure faked? I'm so confused. Well, that picture they had of him from when he was in prison, it was like that. Okay, so, so maybe he's like, like, oh, that. he's like holding it in a weird way. So maybe he oh, got like beaten as a child a, or something. Yeah. Or he had a stroke when he was younger and his Wernicke's area got all screwed oh, up. Oh, maybe. So he ta- he has a bunch of medical like stuff like scissors and mm. stitches so maybe he's gonna oh because he needs to sh- he needs to show other people's mouth shut that's why i was like why does he <laughs> have that <laughs> oh is well, he about to what is he do something doing to his own eye? okay he's taping is his he eye shut? an eye patch oh yeah. to take a nap oh so maybe he can't sleep unless he that eye is shut control that eyelid okay okay he okay. can hear, he can talk, but chooses not to. Oh, yeah. We're giving the profile, by the way. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, he uses multiple language, which h- highlights his desire to communicate. Um, What's IPA? I don't aside know. Aside from beer. I think I think it, it's an acronym for some condition that they've said that he has. Yeah. With no evidence whatsoever. But Yeah. He's incredibly well-read. We know this. He most likely grew up in isolation. With literature. literature was his only escape. So we he's don't. Probably not educated yeah. because he can't write well. Okay. If he is yelled at or made to feel stupid, he will hold on to that anger until he snaps. Mm. So they're saying, why hasn't he fled the area? Why wouldn't he want to get away as possible? But it's like, well, he could be on a mission. We just don't know what that mission yeah. is. Yeah, and we see him creeping on some lady who is yeah. getting home. No, I think that's a rest stop. Oh. 
never mind. She's getting home to her rest stop <laughs> to bathroom. Her, her home on the side of the road. So Blake and Morgan are maybe like butting heads a little bit because they kind of disagreed in the middle of the profile. Mm-hmm. And Morgan is like, I think that this is a significant behavior that the marshals need to know about. And she's kind of like, mm, I don't think that that's like that important. Like, they don't care. They're not going to care. So we're not going to tell them. Yeah, and she's like, we need to let the unsub communicate until we know, like, what he's trying to communicate about. And Mm -hmm. she says that she wants to play some cards close to the vest and doesn't feel comfortable sharing. And Morgan's like, what about the rest of us? Are you going to tell us about what your plan is? Yeah, you can't do that. Remember when Rossi tried to do something by himself in his first episode? This happens. And Hotch was like, we don't do that shit. This happens. People are not good at being team players when they join the BAU. She looks like a knockoff Blake Lively. She does a little bit. Um, okay, so she goes. She goes to, get to turn her on car, her car. But it won't start. But it won't start. How much you want to bet? A head pops out of it. Uh, I don't like it. Jump scare. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It is coming. I don't like it. She's gonna. She's looking around. Oh, oh. we go. We cut back to the precinct though. <laughs> All right, we're talking about the scars. Um, okay. There's no indication of a scar behind his left ear. From his prison from fights. From his prison fights. So that had to have been self-inflicted or from before. Maybe he had a stroke um, or palsy. And that could cause the speech impediment. And he had oh, low he's lurking, self-esteem. He's lurking in the trees. Okay, she finally gets the car to start. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. All and right, so she backs leaving. out and leaves. But he just watches. He's looking. Um, Ooh, now we're theorizing maybe he started those fights so he could be punished. Oh, so Reed he says maybe he, wants. he wanted Silence. to go to solitary where it would be quiet. Uh, oh, another person pulls in. A gentleman. A gentleman. With curly hair. So curly. And long sideburns. It's a dad. Yeah, he's he got says, a baby. daddy will be right back. You don't leave a baby in the car. This is not don't, how you do this. Don't leave that baby in the car. Uh-uh, oh, that baby uh-uh. is already crying. Why are you leaving that baby in the car? I said, sir. Oh, no, sir. No. Is Why? that baby going to get taken or is he oh, going after the he dad? Like it's hard the to noise. say. Oh, right. It's probably driving him nuts. He'll be like, fuck that baby. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, shut now up. it's daytime. Oh my god, the baby! Oh no, it's just is the baby tree. dead? No, did he kill that baby? Nope, just no. sleeping, just sleeping, just sleeping in his carrier under the tree. That baby's like, I was left under a tree. Have to take a nap. <laughs> Too young to bottle feed himself. So they're like, maybe the baby, the dad fed him. <laughs> And they're like, no, like, so they're like, I guess in that unsub fed that baby. Yeah, so they're like, so you're telling me he murdered someone and then fed a baby? Yeah, we are. It's like, yeah, man. There are no words in the father's mouth. Caring for the baby is his message. Then he must relate to the child in some way. Again, the mm. leaps. They are so gigantic. Yeah. It's like, there's a baby there. Why would oh, we? But JJ finds oh, another okay. message in the bag. Yes. Our hazardous waste bag oh, is there. Scissors, suture It's kits. got all the suture stuff in it. What's he trying to tell mm. us? They, is he leaving it behind? Is he done? They left his tool behind. Yeah. That usually means you're going to call it quits. He's not giving up. But he didn't up. leave a gun. So there he goes, driving, driving. Ooh. Oh, but he comes to like a checkpoint. Uh-oh. That ain't going to work out for you, bud. Not going to go well. 
It's a long But somehow they hard. always make it past them. Always. So he has a gun, so he has to hide He's it. He's hiding in his pants. <laughs> hiding in his pants. <laughs> he's definitely nervous. He tries oh, to pull around. And he's going to go Oh, around. he's just going to go for it. He's like... Oh, no. He's pulling BRB. over and gets out of the car. Oh. Like, no one is noticing that he's doing yeah. that? I mean, it was a long line, but not that long. No. Like, no one's like, hmm, this guy is now running into the woods? Yeah. All right. <sighs> so he leaves um. words until today. So they're like, if he feels satisfied by what he did, he might just like give up and disappear. But now we're looking at the original victims again. Mothers and brunettes. That was his message. He hated them. Yes. Left them in ditches. So they're like, what if he's giving up because he's already killed the woman that he actually blames? Yeah, because he hasn't killed a woman yet. Uh Uh-uh. All right, we brought Garcia Um, on. We need a list of women and their children, next of kin, state welfare... Okay. Some put into foster care, runaways, truancy, a handful incarcerated. She's like, you got to give me something more than this, you guys. This coming is- in at you, coming at you now. Julie Myers. She's our uh, victim number one. Um, uh, any family history of Cajun French? Oh, boy. She was born in New Orleans. And she's like, that explains his interest in the language then. What? What? (laughs) What? They were like, we really need to tell everybody that Alex Blake is a linguist. So they're saying that the tape, because they're like, he has tape in his little kit. But what is he using the tape for? Yeah. And they're like, maybe he's using it on himself. And Morgan says maybe he uses it on his eye. What if he's trying mm-hmm. to stop from hearing? Taking oh, a knife like maybe to your he own stabbed head. his own ear. Ugh. Maybe he had a cochlear implant and he did not like it. That's crazy. Mm. Okay. okay. Now we're going to search for children with a cochlear implant. 1988, John Myers. 14, at, 14 the time. at the time. $650 to get the implant. Highly, Highly experimental. experimental. Tested on humans and not animals caused quite the controversy. Mm. So mom gives him a hearing aid that he doesn't want and it turns out to be a curse. Yeah. He was used to the silence. Then he's a guinea pig, so he hates it. And now he can't turn the noise off. And he blamed her and wanted her to suffer. Okay. We've drawn that connection pretty He's well. He's still walking around in the woods. Yeah, he is. Oh, he hears roaring. He hears something. He doesn't like it. Mm. So he hasn't successfully gotten the implant no, out of his No, so head? he stabbed himself for no reason. Oh, now he's flashing back mm. to mom calling him an idiot. Ooh. And he's trying to sign at her and she gets mad. Yeah. And she's speaking she's French. She's real mean. I, they said. Oh, so every age. Yeah. Another flashback, but he's older. Yeah. You deaf, dumb son of a bitch. So, Damn yeah. It. So, like, the loud noises, like, remind, like, trigger his memories of his mom, like, oh. yelling at him. And the reason was because, like, she wanted him to speak because he had the cochlear implant, oh. but he wanted to use sign language. Oh. Oh, poor now guy. I feel bad for him. I know. It's one of those episodes where you were like, I kind of feel yeah. bad for this dude. <laughs> Um, 
Okay, so, so maybe bored. his writing isn't his own. I know. Like, I'm sorry. There's I have so much to say talking. It. There's bored. not a lot of action in this one. It's all about words. Like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to read a book, I would have read a book. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like this is we're gonna be cursed with all for the rest of the season. I know. What's her face loves Blake's words here. <sighs> Bring in Oh, he's come to a big old construction site. Oh man, they're just knocking trees over. So loud. Big old trucks. They're just. You have to assume you would have heard that from far away. Why did he get closer? That's true. He's very upset. Doesn't like it. Mm, I bet he's going to try to like put one of those men in that mulcher. Oh no. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh no. 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 All right, now we're just like. Focusing on the friggin' words. Yeah. We're looking at the lips, the words, the bodies. That is a regular whiteboard. They brought in a regular whiteboard. Yeah, they were like, oh, we have to write now. We should probably use a real yeah, whiteboard. We should be able, probably should be able to read this a little bit better. <laughs> um, so they're saying that even when he's in solitary, like, he wouldn't have had complete silence. Yeah. Um... Some inmates. Some inmates get put in there for their own protection. Yep. Now, freaking Alex is like, but let's go back to the words. It's got southern roots. And blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, oh my Waiting God. Waiting on the taste of honey is something you would only write if you're from Texas. Apparently. apparently. Um, oh, you God. wait on something that's nearby, something that would be close. I'm so annoyed and so bored. <sighs> All right, Garcia calls, and she says the unsub was the MVP of solitary. (laughs) Uh, So let's see what person has protection solitary time. Sweetwater. Danny Tucker. Danny Tucker. Long enough to tell stories to John Okay, so he was another inmate who was also in solitary. He might have told stories Oh my god! To like he sells honey, calm him down, and now he sells honey. So, so I guess he's gonna go find his buddy who tells him stories about honey. Are you what? kidding? Uh, <laughs> this is absurd. <laughs> I hate this episode. <laughs> what is this? Oh god! All right, so now we're seeing this like ranch situation. A man pulling Honey up in the ranch. truck. Is it Danny? Yes, it is. It's Danny. He's going in his house. Who's going to be waiting house, for him? And he's like, hey, I'm home. Probably. Sir, you didn't even wash your hands John? with soap. That was no, just No, yeah, water. that was just like, trickle, trickle. Oh, he's like, where is everybody? Cowering in the looking basement around, all tied yeah. up. Ooh, he's around. got a fish. That's a dirty ass fish tank. Did you see the water? That's a dirty fish tank. Oh. Okay, they're tied to the kitchen Wife chairs. Wife and daughter are tied to the chairs, and there's what's-his-face. He's got a gun. Okay. And he says, we don't have any money, but you can take my truck. You can take truck. my truck. And gives him the keys. But that's not what he wants. He wants you to tell him a story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because they probably don't know what they look like. Well, Yeah, because they just they knew just each other in solitary. in solitary. But he punches him in the face! Dude, he pistol-whipped that bitch. What the fuck? Uh-oh, but now... Oh, somebody help he's us. He's going to be so mad about the sirens because we're so loud. Yeah, he is. Turn those off before they should have known that. Why did they not know that? So Danny Tucker was only ever in solitary once and they never saw each other. 
And we know Danny wasn't made for jail time. He probably talked to keep his sanity and told stories. Um, And so now this whole time, what is his name, John? Yeah, it was obsessed Jim, John. with him. And now he wants yeah. to. Is he and pissed? Just... Is he pissed because he can't, he ruined his solitary by telling stories? Is that why? No, I think what it, I think what they said was like. This guy told him a story about paradise, oh. and so he was, like, envisioning paradise the whole time he was stuck in solitary. Okay. And then he went out into the real world, and it wasn't there. Oh, okay. So now he wants to sew Danny's mouth shut because he's a liar about paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look at him. Now we're getting to see him pinch the lips together, and it looks really funny. Okay, but we busted yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, right. I don't think he killed him all the way. No, I think he's just unconscious. Because he was, yeah. So they're like, put the gun down. And they're like, John, we know that you can hear. Like, put it Blake down. Blake looks so silly in that outfit. She looks so silly in that outfit. She looks Imagine like. Imagine being a linguistics professor and then, like, being like, now suddenly... I have a gun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she's like, I'm going to put and my gun away. She does that thing where she's like, I'm going to put my gun away and get on your level. You can relate to me. And she's like, it's your turn. And he's signing at her. Okay, does she also signing. speak ASL? Of course she does. Well, of course she does. So she's like signing back to him and he says, he's a liar. There's no peace. Okay. Yeah, you were right. So he's mad that he lied about paradise. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And she says, who's a liar? Danny? And Danny's coming too. He says, there's nowhere to go. Mm. He wants a quiet place. He wants to go to that horror movie with Emily Blunt and John Krasinski where there is no sound. <laughs> He's the aliens. He is the aliens and he doesn't like sound. <laughs> so Blake is kind of like, listen, there's no other way for us to do this. Like, you just need to, like, step away, which he does. And he just, he oh, shoot he's going to shoot He himself. makes that look like yep. he's going to, and, and he does. there it goes. Brains on the he window. He looked right at Blake while he did that. <laughs> yeah, he was just kind of like, mm, I'm sorry. All right, but everybody else is saved. Woohoo! This child just just gonna need therapy because she saw a man shoot, shoot himself in the head. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> All right, so we're getting back in the car, and everyone seems not happy. Yeah, they're just kind of like, ugh. They're like, that's not how you want that to go. No. But we're back, and at we're Quantico. home. Oh, and there's Strauss waiting there's for us. There's Strauss, and they're like, oh my god, tell don't tell me there's another case. And she says, well, there's always another one. And Rosie's like, I told you, we should have just gotten into our cars. And she goes, no, you need to spend at least one night in your See, own bed. I'm t- I told you, we, like, <laughs> Strauss becomes a little likable in season eight. But, like, in a weird way where she's, like, yeah. suddenly being forced down our throats. I don't understand. <laughs> she went to rehab and suddenly yeah, she has interpersonal nice. skills. All right, so we're going to get our thing. She says, I owe you an explanation. Is her explanation going to be that I she I thought was- you were hot, but we didn't have any chemistry. <laughs> Or is she going to be like, I was drunk when I wouldn't give you that job? <laughs> Something about Something about politics. Some she other... didn't stand up for her in the Marathox case. Yeah. What a name. She Marathox. let her take the, she let Blake take the fall. And she goes, no, you, you cut, cut my, my rope. rope. She says, the highest profile case I'd seen in the, we'd seen in a year. All eyes were on me. What division was she in before? I don't remember. I feel like they didn't say it. And Strauss is like, well, your reputation at the Bureau remained intact. And she's like, that's what you tell yourself to make yourself feel better. And she was like, well, that That was was never my intent. intent. I bet you she was drunk when all this was going on. Uh, Yeah, I bet. 
And she's like, I know it doesn't matter to you, but I'm glad you're here. And she says, well, that, that makes, makes two, of us. two of us. Now kiss. <laughs> is this going to be your thing the whole this is my. This is the way I get through Agent Blake. <laughs> is I just secretly see, wish they had a relationship. We secretly create this storyline where her and Strauss have a bunch of sexual You and tension. Strauss got a little history? Yeah, yes. they do. Mm-hmm. In says, another in life. An- yeah, in another life when you're gay together. <laughs> Now I'm fully on board because this seems yeah. more, this seems more fun than just listening to Blake <laughs> talk this whole time. <laughs> uh, How she, old do you think she is? Um, she looks like she's probably in her I don't know early forties, maybe. I was gonna say early fifties. I would say forties. Okay. I'm really bad at aging people though, so don't take me for it. <laughs> Um, Garcia's there to like try to be nice to her. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, I'm like, really I'm slept. tired." And she's like, "Yeah, me either." And she's like, "Sorry, can, can we, we start, start over? over?" And Blake kind of looks at her like, "Get the fuck away from me!" <laughs> and she Blake, goes, "Like, you should sure. probably also just like have a little compassion." Yeah, and like understand what happened. And Penelope's like, "You know what? I don't like change." And Blake's like, "Neither do I." And she says, "It's worse for me than the others. It's always been like that." goes back to therapy <laughs> and she's like i wanted to explain and blake's like no please just leave me alone <laughs> oh but she gives her something i heard you live in the district they can't be an easy commute no no it's it not can't, but you guys make it sure seem like it is mm-hmm. oh it's a to and go she got her a coffee tumbler. cup mm. and she's like thoughtful. thoughtful she's like i didn't even know if you drink coffee and she says, oh, I do. Oh, do I drink coffee? Uh, you can put any liquid in a That's true. Tea, portable mug. Water. Literally anything. Soda. It doesn't have to be Alcohol. coffee. Alcohol. <laughs> Don't do that while you're driving. All right. Now, Ooh, ooh. now we're in like a, re- a dark room. A red room with jars. Is this is a photo. Like a dark room for developing it photos. Like it, yeah, yes. It is. Ooh, who are we gonna see in the pictures? Team members. Ooh, who's it gonna be? Who's he gonna one? call? Ghost Team members. Busters. I do not Is it remember be this. Blake first. I don't know. Or Garcia. I know. Or Strauss. I feel like we have a big bad unsub in this season, but I do not remember I know anything we do. about it. It's Blake. Yep, there's Blake's face. Somebody hates Blake. She hates, they hate Everybody Blake. loves Raymond. Somebody <laughs> hates Blake. Oh, oh, the whole team. Hotch and Morgan, they're up there. Rossi. Rossi. Penelope. Strauss. Aaron Strauss. JJ Reed. Oh, man. Somebody's, but suddenly we don't care about Prentice. Somebody's got a heart on for the BAU. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Look at that photo liquid drip. Yeah, just dripping. Drip, 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 drip. drip. Well, well. It was so boring. What it, a terrible season opener. Which, <laughs> it was very boring. I would say. So many fucking words. I know, but I think I really think we're like. We need to just be accepting of that now because it's going to be all about words because we have to give the linguist something to do. I don't want to. I don't either. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I'm I'm not going to say that I'm going to hate her forever because I do feel like maybe she warms up a little bit. And again, yeah, I'm sure she mellows out. This is, she's having a similar entrance that like 
a lot of them do, which is like they aren't right. good team players. Like they don't know how they to lean like really hard into like whatever their yes, superpower they is supposed like, to be. Yes, they like lean into their specialty or whatever. But it's like they come around and then they join the family. I just now that you've pointed out the fact that she kind of is just like Reed. I'm like, why do you need to be here? Mm-hmm. She didn't add anything. She didn't add anything. And then, yeah, the case itself was boring mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And then they just talked it to death. So it made it more boring. And I, yeah, I think like coming off such an action packed season finale where the like stuff was blowing up. Yep. People were mm-hmm. getting shot in the gut. And now this. And now this. Ugh, hi, hi, hi. You waited all summer and that's what you got. Yeah, if you were coming And back I had to that? I had to just double check to see how long we have her and we do have her for two seasons. Okay. That sounds yeah, that sounded right when you Sadly. said that the other day. Oh yo yo. Well, we should share our fun uh Connect, personal connection to this yes. episode. Yes. So, yes. So, we, everyone who, if you were going to go back and watch this episode, the lovely medical examiner uh, in this one is played by a woman named Julie Silverman. And just like stroke of weird coincidences, <laughs> Kelly and I know her. Yes. She worked with us. I mean, she still works with me, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, and one day, like, I feel like we have to tell the story because it's so wild. Yes, it so is. We're sitting up in our office one day, just like talking with a bunch of people that we work with, and Julie came upstairs, and somehow we were ta- were we talking about Criminal Minds? Like, I don't remember. We, I think we were. I think we were just talking about TV, and like somehow Criminal Minds came up, or Shamar Moore the came up. Came like up. something came up related yeah. to Criminal Minds or Shamar Moore. And Julie, like, popped her head around the corner, and she was like, oh, are you guys talking about Criminal Minds? And we were like, yeah. And she was like, well, I was in an episode of Criminal Minds. And I, (laughs) we lost our minds. When I tell you that Kelly and I could have freaking fallen out of our chairs at that moment, (laughs) it was like, shut up. And so then, I think we screamed. Like, it was The volume definitely went up 10 clicks. And so she came over, and we were like, tell us everything turns out that like in another life julie was an actress still is an actress but like worked on tv she's been in a if you look at her imdb she's been in a ton of things that she would recognize and so she tells all the usual suspects yes she tells us about this guest spot that she had on the season opener of criminal minds and she talks about being in this like medical set with Mm -hmm. shamar moore and she's also with AJ, which she doesn't talk. She didn't yeah. talk about, but she's she like, couldn't remember that she was with AJ yeah. Cook. And she I was, was like, like oh, come I mean, on. I get it. Would you not be just would Shamar Moore not be the thing that you would mostly remember <laughs> from that I would situation. remember both of them equally. I mean, yes, but <laughs> and so, yeah, she talked about how like there, you know, the actor who played the guard had to lay on the table and be real still and how he <laughs> had like the fake, you know, sewing shit mm-hmm. on his lips and how she had to cut it i had forgotten that she said that she had to cut it open which is yeah. like so freaking weird but the best part of the whole story is that she said that when the scene wrapped and was over that shamar Moore kissed her on the cheek <gasps> amazing and we're so jealous we're so jealous and we can't believe we know someone to which that happened yes like it's wild like not only do we know someone 
who has met Shamar Moore, which I have I I've told you that my friend from college like met him yes. on the street one day. Yes. So like we now have multiple people that we know who have met Shamar Moore, but she was on the set of Criminal she Minds. She was there. She got a kiss. She got a cheek kiss from Shamar Moore. From that at the man end of their scene together. She was so close. He stood so close to her. They were really standing close they together. They were because they had to look at the she dude's could mouth. Smell him. <laughs> She's <laughs> she can smell him. <laughs> so anyway, I feel like she told us he smelled good. I mean, how could he not? There's just how no could way. He not? I feel like I could picture how he probably. But anyway, smells. that was a life changing moment for Kelly and I. And it really was. We've been waiting for this opportunity yeah we learned that like two months ago yeah this three was months oh ago. it was longer than that i feel like it was a long time ago and we were so excited and it finally came so there you go this, this has been an exciting opportunity for us to share our one degree <laughs> of separation from <laughs> criminal minds um but yeah that was that was fun today i was like oh my god are you excited to see julie in this episode and kelly was like yes <laughs> i love it i love that we know a celebrity it's wild it's so wild um well do you want a fun fact to go on top of that yeah what do you have another one yeah okay i yeah originally i told kelly i was like is my fun fact just that that julie got kissed on the cheek by shamar Moore?" but i decided <laughs> that i would see and then there was kind of an interesting one so i chose to okay. throw some other ones on um so troy i guess i don't know i'm probably gonna butcher his last name Troy Kotzer is the actor who played the unsub. Okay. He is deaf in real life, and he's been okay. deaf since birth. And you may recognize him from the mo- the Oscar-winning movie Coda that oh. just came out like a couple of years ago. He was only the second deaf person to be nominated for an Academy Award in acting and the first deaf man to win an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for Coda. Wow. Yeah. So we'll like, get there eventually. Oh, real? I haven't seen it, I was but say, I will see it someday. In case you guys didn't know, Kelly and Cassie are watching all of the Oscar Oh, yeah. Winners. Have we talked about that on the pod? But you're only watching the Best Picture winners, correct? Right. And Coda won Best Picture. Okay. Did it? Okay. So mm-hmm. I was going to say, will you actually get to watch it or not? Yes, we will. Because I remember when it won, I was like, huh, I haven't really heard much about this movie. Yeah. Well, you'll so. get there eventually. I'll get there. You're in 1930. We just watched, something? I believe, 36. Okay. So you have some time. So we've got, you know, 90 years to go. Yeah, just a casual 90 episode, 90 movies that you have to watch before you're Our next there. movie is three hours long. What is it? It's called The Great Ziegfeld. Oh. It's about Ziegfeld of the Follies. <sighs> three hour movie musical. Yikes. From the 30s. That's long for a musical. It's so long. That's absurd and unnecessary. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So some night when we have a lot of say, when you have energy. three hours of your life to give away, <laughs> you can watch that movie. Uh, well, do you have um, a recommendation for us? Yes, I do have a recommendation for the group. Okay, we're ready. Um, it's a music recommendation Ooh. this week. Sorry, it's been Charlie a long time since I've done one of those. I can so. see her. It looks like she's about to take a bite. <laughs> if you can hear that on the audio, <laughs> apologies. <laughs> Um, a lot of good albums have come out in the last six months, but I would like to recommend an album that came out on Friday. Okay. Last Friday. Okay. Um, it is Jesse Ware's latest album titled That Feels Good. Okay. That exclamation point feels good. Okay. Exclamation point. 
Um, I feel like I have previously recommended her albums before. I think so. She puts out music so frequently. Yeah. And it's amazing because I love her. Um, also, I guess somehow she's like getting popular in America because she's touring in America oh. with this album. That's exciting. And I like was like, I had told Cassie like the week before I was like, if she comes to like D.C., yeah, like anywhere New close. York, like within six hours, I'm driving to see her. Mm-hmm. Well, she's going to D.C., Philly, and New York. <gasps> and they all sold out within oh. like an hour. No. She's too popular That's here. Sad. It used to be like just me. <laughs> like no one else knew her. It was just Kelly. She was her only American fan. <laughs> and then I recommended her on and this. Then it and all now she's downhill. famous. Yeah, you are definitely the reason. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Definitely. It's the only explanation. Uh, but I would say this album has no skips. Oh. Banger, 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 banger. <laughs> banger, banger, banger. Uh, 10 out of 10. Wow. So download it, dance to it. Uh, there's a lot of songs that also you could bounce chick a wow wow to. <laughs> With an album titled That Feels Good, you know what it's about. There's a lot of songs you can bounce chick a wow wow to. <laughs> wow. One okay. song's called Freak Me Now. Well, well okay. Yeah, Suggestive. so it's it's real disco-y, real dancey, and okay. I love it, and I'm probably going to go dance around in my kitchen to it after this you when know, I make dinner. Sometimes you just need some music that just wants to make you move and just yeah, kind of make you bop around. which is why I was really excited to go see her in concert so I could yeah, just... Yeah, you could bop in person. Yeah. The other bop day... In <laughs> bop in person. The other day... I don't Remember what Stephen was watching? Oh yes, I do. He was watching Succession, and mm-hmm. there was like a wedding scene. And in the wedding scene, they were playing Whitney Houston. Ooh, I want to dance uh-huh. with somebody, and I uh-huh. was just—I was not watching because I don't watch it with him. But I was just sort of like laying there with my eyes closed, and that song came on. And I tell you what, <laughs> I was like, "This is a fucking Banger. jam!" And I was like, "And I always forget how much it's a jam." And then when I hear it, I'm like. Why don't I listen to this song more? <laughs> I think I over listened to it when I like rediscovered <sighs> Whitney Houston's bangers. Yeah, I put them on all my playlists all the time. I think I overdid it, so I've been on a, like a little bit of a Whitney Houston Ugh, it's breather. So good though, like it is. God. There's just how will like... I know is also very good. How will I know? Oh do, 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 do. my god. I'm going to go listen to Rest in peace. right now. R.I.P. Whitney. R.I.P. She um, died before I really liked her music. And really? That you, makes me sad. You didn't, like, appreciate Whitney I when mean, she was with us. Yeah. Like, Whitney, from sure, the like, time that, like, I was aware of the world is when she sure. was on her TV show and on drugs. Oh, yeah. See, so, I like, have eh. much earlier, um, I have strong recollections of Whitney from her bodyguard era. Oh, okay. Uh, because my sisters were obsessed with that uh, movie and uh-huh, watched uh-huh. it on repeat. <laughs> so uh-huh. I... I well, that's like peak Whitney, too. Peak Whitney. And so, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't allowed to watch it with them, but I could <laughs> hear it from the other room. And then, obviously, like... Like how I watched The Blair Witch Project. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, the iconic song from that obviously oh well yes i mean hello so i feel like i have like a very early appreciation of whitney but yes it took until i was an adult to be like these are absolute bops why don't i listen to this all the time 
I also absolutely thought that I Will Always Love You was a Whitney Houston song. Same. And when I learned that it was Dolly Parton, Same. I was just like, what the fuck? It <laughs> does not compute. And I'm sorry, Dolly, <laughs> you are also a queen, but you can't, yeah. like... Listen, there is no coming back from that. Like, if you listen, I feel like I recommended it years ago. The podcast about Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember you telling telling me about this. She talks about like the process of Whitney Houston recording that song. Yeah. And she like fully admits that Whitney does does it I better. Mean, it's just and like did amazing things with it. It's just it cannot be, it cannot be undone. Like it is just, <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. <sighs> Well, that was a fun recommendation. Thank you. Yeah, so look for that, you know. And if, it and if you have a ticket to that concert that you're not If you have use, a ticket to that concert, <laughs> give it to Kelly. <laughs> if you know somebody who's not going to use their ticket. It's right around my birthday. I was like, Cassie, can we go for my birthday? Can we go for my birthday? That would have been amazing. What if Cassie secretly uh, got you those listen, tickets? I, I listen. I have had that thought I was already. Say, I don't want to put that I was your like, hopes I up. can't. I can't but think about that, that for the next six months. <laughs> also, then for it ultimately to not be true, and then you would be like, "I know it's not going to be true," and but... you would be like, "Cassie, you disappointment," <laughs> <laughs> which is unfair. She'll never know because she doesn't listen to the podcast. That's so. true. Uh, well, we've done it. We've we've done it. We've started season eight. We've kicked off season eight. Um, we've got a new team member. And here we are. So, <laughs> yay. Uh, let's hope it's um, all up from here. Yeah. You know, like that's that's something to hope for. That's <laughs> Have for you sure. ever really thought about that phrase? It's all uphill from here. Wait. It's all downhill from here. Isn't that the all phrase? All downhill from here. Yeah. Right. But going downhill is easier than going up a hill. That's true. But like going downhill meaning like it's going to get worse from here. Right. That yeah, that's that's all assuming that the top or of the like hill... there's nowhere to go but up. Like I don't want to go up. <laughs> that is all it's hard to go up. <laughs> the assumption is that the top of the hill is where you want to be, which like you don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good point. A I'm good point. happy to never go to the top of Mount Everest. It's a good point. In fact, science says we the shouldn't. bottom is safer. Yeah, science says <laughs> the that good bodies you'd have to walk past. Science says that our bodies were not built to go to the top of that mm-hmm. mountain. You know, the other day, what I learned what an Iron Man actually is. What is it? Like, what did you think it was? I don't know. I didn't think it was a full marathon. At the end, yeah, it's not fun. I don't know why people. No, I do don't it. understand why people do it. I already thought. Uh, I thought listen, marathons on their own were stupid. People who think it's fun to push their bodies to the absolute physical limit. I'm just like. Have you guys ever just like eaten pizza on the couch before? <laughs> yeah. Like it's like there are a lot Listen, of Listen, I get tired. I go to the park and walk 1.75 miles every day. And there are some times where I'm like, should I just give up after a quarter mile? Should I just get back in my car? I'm still close enough. Yeah. Like I just I get it. Like that's cool, I guess, but like there are just so many other pleasures in life. Does that need to be And what like you there do? are other sports that are more fun. Well, right. Like, if you want physical fun, like, there's other things you can do. Go play basketball. Bowl, for all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever Swimming been Swimming is bowling? kind of fun. <laughs> I would, do, like, the swimming part and the biking part are probably fun. It's the fact that you run a marathon at the end. 
the fact is that you insane. do the fact that you do all of it one right after the other and it's yeah. in such extreme ways. Like it's not just like you're like biking's fun. It's like it's not just going but yeah, for it's a not just like a 2 mile ride. ride. Like it's like you're like going on a full on like marathon bike ride and you're pedaling yeah. like as hard as you possibly can. Like also the way they transition from activity to activity like no. You don't have your shoes on. No, absolutely not. I'm just not into it. I agree with you. Well, on that weird note. Anyway. <laughs> thank you for being here today. <laughs> thank you for being here today. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for watching? Wait, listening. <laughs> thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Sorry. If you are um, going to watch the episode back, keep an eye out for Julie. Yes, uh, our queen. Our queen. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with a whole new episode. Yes. Um, I will also add, um, if you've been waiting to be reviewer number 69. Oh. It's time. Oh. We ha- we're at 68. Exciting. I think the 68th was just a rating, though, because I don't okay. have, there's no review to be seen. Okay. Um. So if you're waiting to be mm, so if, lucky number 69. Say, if you have the humor of a 12-year-old boy, then yes. this is your moment I to do. shine. <laughs> so <laughs> get on there and leave us a review. I always feel vindicated in the fact that I think 69 is funny because in the episode of Bob's Burgers with <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, yeah. where she makes... The sandwiches. the sandwiches and she has all those and at sandwiches. the end she's singing the song yeah and they go 69 and she goes 69 i just say nice <laughs> <laughs> does she have like 77 sandwiches or something yeah. like that yeah yeah good episode uh but yeah my favorite episode really yes okay. because <laughs> bob sings the song nothing makes me happier yeah and he realizes nothing makes him happier than his family. And he rounds the corner and he sees them all and they're waving. They look so Aww. happy to see him. And then he realizes it's for an ambulance because another biker <laughs> has given birth in his bar. <laughs> but I love it. It is a good one. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. You, anyway. You can follow us 20. on Instagram at the Unknown Subject Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Unknown Sub Pod. Uh, if you haven't caught the bonus episode yet, you should definitely listen hey, to that. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Um, and we'll be back next week with the second episode of season eight. Um, but until then, as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's, it's over. over.